All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Stories of Selling Human podcast. I'm your host, Alex Smith, and I started this podcast because I truly believe everyone in the world will someday be faced with a situation, could be business, could be personal, that requires you to create change. I think we all want to be heard, seen, and understood, but the people who get our attention and convince, persuade, or influence us are not just salespeople. There are great humans throughout all walks of life that we're drawn to. I'm going to share their stories here so we can tap into what makes us human, practice our human skills, and ultimately, we'll all become better at selling by being human. All right, gang, this is another amazing a uh, human being that I met through the Sales Success Summit. Um, you know, someone you've, uh, you probably know if you've listened to early episodes, Dewan Brown uh, really kind of introduced this person to to the, the Sales Success Summit community. And uh, luckily to, to me, I got to see him speak about a year ago in Austin, looking forward to going back to that. This uh, guy is just, uh, is just a, he's a sales guy through and through, but he's also a personal development guy through and through, loves self-development. A uh, couple words that describe him on his uh, LinkedIn page. He's dedicated to his journey of self-awareness, self-development, and being the best version of himself that he can possibly be, driving forces in his life as he aspires to make a positive impact in every interaction he has. So I'm looking forward, so looking forward to the positive interaction that we're going to have and, and that he, he he's going to offer to you. Uh, this person uh, currently... Uh, he works with uh, Workiva, uh, and um, you know he'll he'll tell you about his role there as a as a sales director there. I want to welcome none other than Constantine Johns to the podcast. Welcome, Constantine. Alex, thanks for having me, brother. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, man. Oh, likewise, likewise. So it's been a every, long time coming. <laughs> it has been. It has been. We've had some uh, conversations. We're Last time, I feel like we, I just remember talking on the bus and we, we, you get a bus from this summit gang to, to kind of dinner and we, you have like the best conversations after, you know, conferences. So I had a great one with Constantine. Um, you know, I, 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 I think this is going to be just to prep everyone listening. I think you're going to want to, like, if you're running right now, working out, you probably want to go back because Constantine's super quotable. I think you're going to like, there's going to be things that even if you don't listen to this whole podcast, I think just nuggets that you're going to want to kind of take away. Cause I'm going to, you know, talk about a quote that really meant a lot to me. That is just uh, something that was really at the core of what he believes. And, and we'll talk through that quote and what that is. Um, but before we get into that quote and just uh, your philosophies, I always ask people this question uh, about the title of the podcast. And it, it is this, it's just, when you hear the term Constantine, selling by being human, what does that make you think about? And what does that mean to you? I appreciate it, Alex. And, and thank you so much again for having me. When when we think about selling and, and being human, first and foremost, I, I like to reiterate the fact that, that we all are human. I don't believe that there is the, the stigma of, of B2B or B2C, business to business, business to consumer. All it is through all of our life is H to H, and that's human to human interaction. So when we talk about selling, I want to pivot and think a little bit of a reframe of positive influence. That's all it is. And at its, at its essence, at, it, at its core is positive influence. I'm trying to get you to see my side of things or help you better understand something that could be a blind spot in your life. And the best way to do that 
And our argument, or obviously what you're preaching here, and, and myself included, Alex, is doing that through human connection and doing that in a way that is effective to, to see what you're trying to quote unquote sell them. So I, I resonate wholeheartedly with it. And a lot of it really stems from kind of a, a better way to connect and a better way to influence. Yeah. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, when you, when you say the word influence, a lot of people are like, what is that? Like, how is that different? So we're not selling, it's just all influence. And, you know, so I think it, 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 we have to be proud of the word selling, but we just have to understand what the word, what needs to truly be. And, and when you talk about it, positive connection, it's, it's just trying to help someone see blind spots and, and the intention that you use behind it. If you're, if you're driven by truly that other mindset of, I really am trying to help this person see behind blind spots, reach a goal and get better. And, and that sort of thing that kind of drives your actions and people are drawn to that. They can see that, wow, Constantine, I, I know I've heard you on podcasts say like, you're just one of your best traits is just the genuine curiosity. So I think a switch flips when people think that you're, you, wow, that like, nobody's like connected the people have asked me questions before, but I didn't feel like they were genuine. They were meant for them. Like, and that's different when someone can feel like questions you're asking are, are truly meant for their benefit. So can you talk a little bit about maybe what you believe influence to be and maybe, maybe who, where you first saw it or where you first learned about it and who taught it, who in your life has taught it to you well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the words that, that you brought up here, Alex, is, is intentionality, intention. And that is a key differentiation between a, a good salesman and, and a great salesman or saleswoman for that matter. Um, and I think about intention as the, the key distinguishing factor of like, why am I doing what I'm doing? What is your intention for having this conversation why are you asking this question, whatever it might be? And that's where, I mean, we talked so much about your why. And so the intention and influence that you can bring really stems from that, that curiosity that we were, that you were just speaking about, Alex. So, and I, I feel blessed and fortunate enough to, to have genuine curiosity. And I don't think it's something that's just innate. I mean, it, it can be taught, it can, it can grow and you should grow it, but it's really caring about the other person on the other side of the line, on the other Zoom, as I'm looking at you here, Alex, and I'm like, I really care about this person. I really want to connect with this person because I believe that I can support them. I can help them. And, and even in addition to that, it's really just like, listen, you, you speak about this in the beginning of the podcast, Alex, it's, hey, people in their, their purest essence, all they want to do is be understood, seen, and heard. And how do you do that? By listening, by being curious, by being intentional with them. So if those are core factors that help someone feel those basic needs as a human understood, seen, and heard, why don't we do it more often? So that's that's the key piece. And I, I want to come back to your, to your initial question, Alex, of where did I learn this or where did this start coming up? Um, I always have to give give credit where credit's due. And, and that's my incredible family, uh, my mom and dad, who uh, have, have instilled incredible 
ethics, morals, uh, values to, to myself and to my siblings as well. So shout out to, to Chris and Xenia Johns. Um, but, but long story short, it's acting with integrity. Um, that's one thing that my dad always taught me is like, that's the one thing in life that cannot be taken from you. And that's really who you are in, in your truest essence, in your embodiment of of who who is Alex? Who is Constantine? How how do we show up day in and day out as the best version of ourselves? So that those lessons, those values that my parents have instilled in me, and I mean, I've I've made mistakes in my life. I'm certainly not perfect, but always leads me back to curiosity, intention, um, and and genuine uh, genuine discussions with with another human. Yeah. I, I've heard you. It's so great because I've heard you on a uh, podcast say like that those things don't have to be at odds with like selling or your your production or your numbers. In fact, like they actually are are it's the opposite. Like they actually contribute to it. You know, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but I mean, you've had it. You had tons of success throughout your career. You had, uh, you know, multiple years where you were over 200 percent to your goal. And I think the number one uh, rep at Bloomberg um, and that's huge. I mean, that's a lot to like, so to, for people listening to this, it's like, okay, okay. Now I need to actually figure out how to put this into practice because this, this can be something that's taught. It's not like, you know what? I grew up in life and I never was that kid who cared about other people or I wasn't curious. So these are, I hate the word soft skills because it makes people think that that's not me. So I need to learn something else to be better. So I'm going to like focus on my strengths and they, they just kind of give themselves this profit, self-fulfilling prophecy that I'm not good at that, or I'm not, that doesn't come to me naturally. When I just believe that that's, that your traits don't define you forever. That's not static. It's just m- maybe things that you don't lean to, or you haven't, that's not like what first comes to mind. Like you said, you've always had, it's always something been in you. So maybe you know, talk a little bit about maybe some, some things people can do to kind of like, just be more intentional about these ways to care about people, ways to be curious about people, or maybe things that you've, you know, like seen people do that have been really effective uh, throughout your life, you know, to get people. The first thing with that, Alex, is it, is it all stems from self self-actualization, self-understanding, self-awareness. So a lot of what you were just speaking to there kind of leads me to think about, um, I believe it's Carol Dwyer's book, which is Growth Mindset. So you look at growth versus fixed mindset. So the example that you were giving of, hey, I, I don't have those soft skills or I, I this is these are my innate qualities and that's just it. It's not going to change. That is what we call a fixed mindset. This is, these are the cards that I'm dealt and that's it. You know, just wipe your hands of it versus gross mindset allows us and gives us the opportunity that choice, should I say, to be like, you know what? I might not be great at math, but what can I do to better, better my skills in that? Or I might not be super curious with people, but what can I do? What small movement or step forward can I do to start pushing that needle? Because at the end of the day, again, it is a choice that we have as humans that we get to do. We get to choose to do something to to push a needle in a different direction. So again, coming back to the initial comment, it stems from self. It stems from the self-awareness that we have. So if you don't even look inward and say, hey, 
should I be asking different questions or what, how do I feel about myself or anything, then, then yeah, you probably don't have that awareness. So before even thinking, hey, I need to be better in X, Y, or Z, Alex, I would first look inward and be like, hey, what am I looking to achieve? What do I ask these questions of myself? Am I curious to self? Because you can never expect to connect with another if you are unable to connect with self. So I think that's where I would encourage our audience and our listeners to spend a lot of time. That's what I do in my coaching. I I started, and and you remember this probably from our, our time in Austin, I started my coaching and consulting business, Ethos Consulting, and all of our foundation starts with looking inward because we can't seem to ever achieve anything else. We've got all these goals, and I know we'll talk about the quote, but we can't do that without focusing on who we are. Yeah. I mean, it's so key. I think people think that they know, like they, they confuse maybe what they're comfortable with versus actually who they are inside. And, and, and actually you, you said like, you know, you did this awesome game with your team where it's like, what's your, what's your identity your self-identity. And then people would get like, you, you'd write that down and put them in a hat and people would choose and say, who, who is this? Right. And some people would write stuff down, but the, the best ones were when you, you know, could write something down and everybody could say, you know what, that's Constantine, because you're just, you show up as you, what you truly believe and you're really well connected to who you are as self. So I think that's, it's a nice game. I think it's a, it, it, it could bring, you know, conversations and curiosity with yourself for sure. And, and even others, because a lot of times we can't, I've always said we can't see ourselves truly without sometimes the help of others, you know, because we only, we have blind spots with ourselves, right? We don't see how we are to others. And so we use that information with the stuff that we ask ourselves. Um, and it's, it's great to that point though, Alex is like, being willing to ask the question to another. It's like, hey, Alex, like, how do you feel when I'm around you? Or how do you feel when we engage together? A lot of, I mean, those are common questions you ask. And so I make the invitation is get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You brought up kind of your your comfort zone and this is where we're, we're comfortable asking these surface level questions, if you will. But as you know, Alex, Growth and, and comfort cannot coexist. That's the, the pure definition of comfort is, hey, I'm here. I'm stagnant. I feel good. This is it. But are you growing? My argument is, is no, you're not because you feel good and you feel safe in that environment. So you have to push your boundaries. So the invitation, again, is ask some of those difficult questions and, and you'll be surprised at the answers that you get. So if I ask, Alex, how can I better show up for you in our relationship? What makes you feel better in our relationship if I do X, Y, or Z? Ask those to your loved ones. Ask that to your family. Ask that to your clients. I make the invitation to ask something that they have likely never been asked before. I remember I I started asking these questions, and that was after I kind of joined or started my my personal transformation journey. And I asked my clients this, I'm like, Hey, Alex, how can I serve you better? And I knew I would get this reaction. They looked at me and they're like, what the hell did you just say? Or like, what, what does that even mean? And that was the, that was the exact response I was looking for. It gives me the opportunity to then lead them and be like, Hey, you know what, Alex, 
Not all of my customers, my clients are the same. They have different needs. They have different wants, as does humans, yeah. as do yes. all humans. Yes. Yeah. So how can I connect with you as a human? How can I do that better? And that is where change begins to start. That's where connection begins. So that's the invitation here. I love that question because when I first heard you say that, I was like, that would seem like a weird question. But then the follow-up to clarify, it's like, no, like, here's where I'm coming. I'm coming from a place where, look, every sales interaction is different and every interaction with a human being is different. And so they need to know that I'm actually seeking to understand them. Like I always say, my understanding strategy is my sales strategy. So if I, if they know that, wow, Alex, Alex is just saying, look, look, typically people in your role and they all want different things. You know, they, 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 even in, I've, I've come across use cases like this before, but they still all wanted something specifically different. And so I want to know how I can show up because, you know, if, if we're not aligned on what you want and you don't understand what I typically want or what, where our process is, then this isn't going to work. So they're like, oh, so like, he's actually genuinely trying to figure out like, because every deal I've ever lost probably ever there was just some misalignment on what they were really looking for. And I thought that they needed, or I assumed something based on what they said, and maybe even what they told me, like and they didn't, a lot of times people don't realize actually what they want, what they really want until you actually ask a couple follow-up questions and get them to like, go back and you know what, this is, yeah, the, how you could show up is this, you know? Um, I mean, your, your line, your line there, Alex, of the simplicity of a question can completely change the game. I mean, so often I know we're, we're kind of talking about sales here, but, but again, apply any of these methodologies or these lessons that, that hopefully you're gleaning today and, and ask them to your family, to your kids, to your husband, wife, partner, et cetera, is ask them one more question, just one more question. Did I hear you correctly? Did I understand this? Reiterate it to them. I mean, there's so much around there and the stigmas of, of active listening, but how often are we actually practicing active listening? When's the last time that you looked your partner in the eye, a client in the eye and asked and said, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'm seeing your mouth moving. This is what I heard. Can you confirm that for me? Or this is the, the exact piece of what I've gathered, but it means something different to each customer that we have here. What does it mean specifically to you? Because again, it's different. The human, we're, we're all unique. Again, human DNA, all that stuff. So one subtlety can completely go in a different tra trajectory. So, I mean, yeah, it just comes down to, to that genuine curiosity. And, and not all questions are going to land the same with, with another person. So that's where you have to get as many at-bats as, as possible and say, hey, I, I don't know if this question will land with you, but like, hey, I'm really curious to better understand X, Y, and Z process. Can you walk me through that? I'm really trying to understand. And I love your methodology of, of understanding is your sales methodology. It goes back to the human thing. If like, hey, if they're understood, seen, and heard, you're probably going to connect with them. And once you're connected, you can have effective influence. Yeah, I agree. I, I always like to think in my life, like, um, you know, there's people that are doing this that aren't sales people. They don't have sales in their title, right? Like they're just in the business. Like you can, I think all of us can just pause and be like, you know what? Somebody was super curious. They were in, they were the secretary, 
They were the administrative assistant. They were the graphic designer. They were the IT person. Insert job title here, right? Like this isn't something just salespeople do. I think we all do it without sometimes even realizing. And even the best people, I, I you know, are, is there somebody you can think of? Like you, you mentioned your parents, they taught you integrity, but like somebody you worked with that like they'd probably say, you know what? I'm not in sales. I've never been taught sales. I'm not great at it. But, you know, you just felt like this person really is trying to get to know me. They're like, they're just great with people, um, you know, trying to uh, like really listen to them. Somebody that maybe isn't necessarily, or maybe somebody you've just met, you know, recently or something like that, that wouldn't probably consider themselves in sales, but they were, they were doing this. Well, I think that the the hot term that goes around Alex, and I, I do, I do tend to agree with it is is the conscious community. So when we think about conscious communities, like, okay, are we looking inward? Are we um, really asking thoughtful questions to another? So I've, I've gone through various masterminds and we, we spoke earlier about the, the Tony Robbins, the Dean Graciosis, the Brennan Bouchards of, of our world. Um, and I would, I would incur, I guess, I mean, look at this as their invitation to, to up-leveling conscious community of really having that, hey, I'm, I'm self-actualizing. I, I want to be the best version of self. So for me, I think a lot of those people in my life did come from different mastermind organizations and they weren't all sales related. So I think about one of my leaders, um, Ben Skemper, uh, who really kind of was the first to introduce me to meditation, visualization, journaling, all this stuff. And the questions that I was asked to, to better understand, like, who is Constantine? Where is he in his life journey? Where does he want to be? Those are questions that I was never asked before because it's not normalized. So what I'm trying to do here with you and what I would argue you're doing too, Alex, is, is normalizing and getting back to a pure human connection of like, hey, what are we all, what are you here for? How can I help you achieve what Alex is on this or on this earth for? That's that's again in its essence what we're trying to do. So I think about some of those early leaders. I think about podcasts that I've listened to that I'm like, damn, they are just so in essence or in alignment with their goal, with their vision of life. And they just ask thoughtful questions to others to help them better understand what they're doing here too. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's all about, you know, the thoughtfulness of, of the question, because it comes across, it's, a, you know, there's a difference, very much a difference between something that is scripted that you could ask 10 people, the same exact question versus something like that's truly based off of what you just heard, or just you, you just, you, you wanted to confirm something or just an open-ended one, like, you know, how can I show up better for you? And somebody is like, you know, kind of shocks them into what do you mean? Nobody's, you know, something you want to ask somebody, nobody's ever asked me that before. It's a, it's put in a way that makes me really think. Um, so, you know, talk, talk to me a little bit about kind of your role today, uh, you've, you've been in different sales roles and, you know, now as a, you know, a sales director, maybe people reporting into you and also doing coaching on the side, how are you building influence in kind of your role today? Cause you've moved from like an intentional con individual contributor <laughs> individual, or, you know, yeah, that's what Scott Ingram would call it. 
where you have partners, and I love how you call them partners. You don't call it clients, they're partners. They're truly somebody you're co-creating something with. I love that. So now you're co-creating something with a team of folks and maybe a coaching business. So talk to me about how this stuff shows up you know, get, getting influence and co-creating with a team as a leader and maybe a, a, in your coaching business. Where, where... Yeah, absolutely. I think that the main thing, and uh, if I remember correctly, um, I think it was Maya Angelou who said, people were, will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Again, that's the, the, the whole essence of, of this conversation, human to human connection. How do I make you feel? So when we look at this in our, in my environment, how I've kind of gone through the ranks or the roles in, in the sales community, um, I still am technically an intentional individual contributor, again, as Scott, as Scott would call it, but I spent over seven years at, at Bloomberg, uh, industry group did very, very well, uh, in that space, but I didn't have the leadership quote unquote title in my name, but I fully believed and embodied what a leader does and what a leader assumes in those roles is, hey, how can I contribute to my team better? What can I do to up-level our commitment or um, achieve goals that, that we never even thought were possible? Because that is, that is what a leader should do is lead within. I don't mean to be the front of the pack. I, I never believed that. It just so happened that my output had me at the top of the company. Um, but as I've come over and, and transitioned into my, my current company, Workiva, um, I'm still, I mean, I'm almost a year into to my new role, um, still learning. Uh, it's, it's a, as, as you know, Alex, and me, when you transitioned roles, it's, hey, you start from the bottom all over again. And it's a big learning curve, but you still have those leadership qualities of, hey, I'm going to put in the, the work, I'm going to lead, I'm going to ask thoughtful questions. And those are things that even my leaders or my managers, my bosses say, hey, like, what, what do you want from this? And it's like, I, I want to be the best that I could possibly be. And that could be for our team, that could be for myself. Um, so there's a lot of self-actualization that comes from that. And again, you have to look inward and why, why do I want to lead? Um, and the same thing comes to what I'm doing with, with my coaching clients is really understanding, okay, hey, if you're wanting to transition roles or, or look for a new job, why is that? What patterns in your life, again, going back to self, what patterns in your life have you, um, quote unquote, maybe wanting to give up on yourself or wanting to do something different, or you don't necessarily have the, the self-worth to self-worth understanding to be like, hey, I am worthy of a promotion or a next step. And that is what I try and work on and, and achieve or strive to achieve with, with all of my connections, regardless of if we're working in a full capacity or if we're just friends. It's like, hey, I just want to help you. I'm, I'm curious to know where, where you need support in your life, where you need uh, accountability, which is a huge thing. So many people have incredible goals, Alex, but they don't have the accountability or maybe even the awareness or the knowledge to ask for help. So I want to, again, normalize asking for help, having a community, having accountability with someone like Alex, myself. I, I know, I mean, I'm so honored to be here with you, Alex, because you are doing this 
out of the, the good of your heart, you truly believe that if more humans, I, I, we're all humans, so I'm, I'm normalizing that again, but if all humans sold in a more human-esque way, that that life would be better. And I agree with you 100%. So I'm here by your side fighting for this cause. Um, and I'm, I'm here for you, brother, of like, how can I help support it better? How can I hold us accountable and do this? So I appreciate the, the question. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just super curious about how every individual human being can, you know, shows up with these skills, right? Because they're all different ways, just like our clients, like the question you asked about, like, like, you know, what do you want? How could I show up for you better? Typically, like people in your role want X, Y, Z, but you know, I, I want to confirm that. I don't know for sure. I don't think we all know for sure because that's why I called it stories of selling human because everyone's story, I think I want people to realize through these stories that there are different ways to go about it and then to find it and unlock it in themselves and the power that that really is because that's what people, when when that when they feel that connection from you and you you really know who you are, I think that that all everything else kind of flows with that. I think it's the big thing of it, Alex, is, is authenticity. So when, when you, we could talk about questions all day long, Alex and I could give, give the audience the best line of questioning or discovery questions for a particular sales call. But if you're just reading it and if you don't believe why you're asking those questions or how you're asking those questions, it's not going to land. It's not going to resonate. The, the customer, the client, the partner, whatever, they might be like, what? What does that even mean? So again, and it comes, I mean, there are going to be questions regardless of, of your intentions and, and how you ask and the way you ask it. Um, but that's what I want to, again, continue to reiterate is let's let's come to a conclusion that the intention and the why behind the ask should be one of the most important things. Cool. So when you're when we're talking about, you're probably like the like the why behind the questions. I think that's what maybe maybe confusing for some people to kind of like really flesh out. So when you're when you're going through like your coaching engagements, because I think one of the best questions I heard you just say is like, where would you? need accountability in your life, you know, like to point out those different things, um, because that's different than just saying like, do you need accountability or like, you know, tell me what your like history is like with accountability or, um, how comfortable are you with accountability? It's like, you're, you're really trying to like be specific and try to get people to look inward. So yeah, like if people are trying to like understand themselves better about the purpose behind kind of what they're asking and not just like kind of regurgitate like what their common questions are in a, in a different situation. Um, what do you like, what like different tips or advice do you have for people to kind of, uh, think about? Yeah. One, one thing I think of Alex that, that I try, I strive for is I always want, want someone to respond with like, Oh, that's a good question. Because I want them to like pause and think and like, you know, that you've got their gears turning. I, I try and either ask it in a way or frame it in a way that solicits a, a different type of response rather than their, their knee jerk reaction. So when you think of like your reactive 
responses of like, okay, where in my life am I always just turning right? Right, right, right. Like that's that's what I always do. I want them to pause and think of like, okay, I would typically respond this way, but maybe I should turn left here. Maybe I should think about it in another way. So when I'm asking a question like, where do you need accountability? That specific question, I like to think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if we think about their pyramid, if you guys don't know this, I'm going to try and draw it out for you. The pyramid, so everyone knows what a pyramid looks like. You've got their, your base at the bottom is is psychological needs or physiological needs, excuse me. Yeah. So that's shelter, yeah. home, blah, blah, blah. You've got safety. You've got love and belonging. You've got esteem. And then the top is self-actualization. So with those pillars in mind, it's like, hey, where do you need support? Where do you need accountability? Is it in the esteem category? Is it in self-actualization? Like, Alex, do you need me to support you and hold space for the best version of Alex? Because I know that you can always do more. I know that you're striving to do more in the community, that you do incredible things for your family. Is like, is it holding space for that? Or do you need more love and belonging? Or do you need the, the hopefully you don't need the bottom, which is, is physiological needs, but again, asking questions from that space. And again, it comes from the coach or whoever's leading to really have that awareness and that knowledge to be like, okay, I think what you're needing or what I'm hearing, again, what I'm hearing, re- reverting back to them is like, I'm, I'm sensing a need of, of safety or a sense of, or a need of love and belonging. How can I help introduce more of that into your life? And that, again, you can apply that to, to all different types of scenarios. Yeah. I, I just think like, you know, a little change people could make. It's just like saying the phrase, like what I'm sensing or what I'm hearing is like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm picking up. Um, but I'm not sure I'm, if I'm picking up everything you're putting down. Can you, can you tell me for sure? And, and people will like, you'll, you'll, pre- maybe you get 80% of, of what it is, but that really gets at a hundred. And that's even gets beyond what people think. They, they ask you muddled questions because they don't know themselves because they're, they're they they have muddled answers themselves. Right. You know, and your job is to kind of help them see and discover the answers that maybe no one else is helping them do. And that kind of builds that connection. Um, I really want to get to, 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 to something that like I hold from what you said from the summit and I still think about it all the time and kind of goes through a thread of all of this is like, you know, you had really super big goals, right. In your roles, you've had, you know, you've, you've, you've accomplished 200% of your goal and number one sales rep, and even a manager that said, Hey, it's really only impressive if you do it again, you know, after getting number one, that, that has to be like defeating in a way, but then also kind of like inspiring and in, uh, in a way, but you said something and it's like, you know, you, 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 we, we all think about like, we have, like, we want to set goals and we could have a whole podcast about like the importance of goals and like, do we need them? Are we setting them the wrong way? Like, are we just limiting ourselves with goals and that sort of thing? But you, you really, to me, you know, said, it's like, you, you said, like, I was really focused on this end goal of being like the top salesperson. Right. But you said, don't focus on the outcome commit to being the person who achieves it. And it really hit home to me because I was like, man, 
I'm, I'm focused so much. I can't control that, right? I can't fast forward in time and see if I'm number one, or I can't fast forward if someone gets a huge deal in, or I can't control if someone just gets a mammoth deal. And I, I could be at 200, but some, someone's at 300 and they're just got a, you know, a, a whopper. Um, but like, I can control like who I am every day, like, and the person like, and all these things every day that you could do, you don't have to be like the number one influencer, the number one salesperson. You, you don't even have to think of yourself as a salesperson or, you know, that sort of thing. I just think that limits us. But like, if you were like, I'm going to commit to doing some of these things that we talk about daily, or just as a part of your routine, I, I've heard you also say, like, I'm not a, like a salesperson, like, uh, I don't look at this as just a profession or a salesperson, like, this is part of who I am, and it's part of my life. So tell me, like, I just, you know, kind of what that, that quote, why, why it's so important to you, and maybe what was the catalyst for you in, in kind of coming up with something like that, because I think it's such a powerful quote. Thank you, Alex. Um, I just want to pause and reiterate it again. It's like, hey, stop focusing on the on the end goal, on the outcome, and truly intentionally put focus into the person that achieves that goal. Just let that sit for a second, because that's where the power comes from. Again, control. We talk about, and I love the way that you framed it, Alex. I, I don't set my quota. I don't control that. I don't control what anyone else does in their life, the deals that they bring in and all that stuff. The only thing that we can control and whether you're like, damn, that really sucks. It's dark, it's gloomy, whatever. The only thing that we can control in life is us. And I look at that as a, as a benefit because it, it kind of eliminates all the other minutiae, the fluff in that life that I'm like, hey, cool. Like, I only have one thing that I need to focus on. Great. I get, I can do that every single day. So the, the benefit of it stems from Alex, like doing research on what does number one look like? What does that person do? How does he act? How does she act? Whatever it might be. So your goal, and we'll, we'll kind of use this from example, I want to be the number one salesperson. Okay, cool. There's there's plenty of people out there in the in the world that have been a number one salesman, saleswoman. What do they typically do? They ask good questions. They they're they're good with their pipeline. They um, they qualify and disqualify deals, etc. So what can I do to do that in my day to day life? I could probably make more calls. I could be more thorough in my discovery. I could do this. Those are all things that we can do. But the same thing that we come to is is the routine behind it and the person that you're becoming appreciate the journey along the way, because that's the biggest part that we forget. Alex is like, I'm, I'm so focused on that end goal that I don't even know who Constantine is because I'm just going through the motions. So I want to bring intention behind like, why, why am I on this podcast right now? Or why am I making these calls? is because it's in alignment, it's in integrity. I'm embodying the best version of me that I want to be. So again, it all comes back to self. And I and we could spend multiple podcasts on, on self-work and self-discovery and all that. But at the end of the day, Alex, it's like, hey, who do I want to be in making that conscious choice to be that person every single day? It's the word that you used is commitment. And I love that. Hold yourself accountable and, and commit to being that person. Yeah. 
I, I've like, it just, I, like I put a bunch of quotes down here, but it's uh, like, you, I've heard you like quote Tony Robbins, like good life is not determined by chance. It's by ch- determined by choice. And it's so true. I mean, it is, you know, some people might say, great, it's cheesy. Of course, of course, we're all in control of our lives and we can decide to be great. It's all good. Like if I just say I'm going to be great, that doesn't mean I'm going to be great. But if you believe something strong enough, I do, I'm, 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 I'm starting to think that that belief like really influences your actions like that just positive belief and mindset, you know, and that, and we're talking about mentality throughout this whole thing. And it's like, if you've, and it's tough, like if you've had losses, if things haven't gone your way, and I'm sure like in the road to number one, and in the past five years, you've been a number one rep and still things did not go your way throughout that year, multiple times. I think people go, Oh my God, that person's number one. They got everything. They, they just won every deal that every, every big deal that they had, they, every, the stars aligned and everything, the planets just, that was just a, a, an awesome year, but then this guy did it again. And then it's like, okay, if they're consistently do that, what's going on. And I just, yeah, like that, belief in that mindset every day of that commitment that that starts to influence your behaviors like what your actions actually are because like you said they're i love the word alignment they're in alignment with what you believe and you you end up like committing like even little things and then all of a sudden like weeks later like i'm running a marathon i two years ago or three (laughs) years ago i'm never i've never even you know gotten i i didn't know like hotels had gyms, you know, <laughs> and now I've, you know, I went a uh, five minutes and then 10 and then 30 and I've, yeah. you know, and I'm still halfway there. I haven't done a half, but I've done like two hours and I'm like 10 K I've done. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm just, I will do it. You know, it's going to happen. I'm just doing the things every day and week to put myself in position. I, I think it's, it's so important what you're bringing up there, Alex, and to, to give a quote to it is, is your mentality becomes your reality. So what we think, we're all creatures of habit, we're creatures of thought. So what we're thinking on a daily basis, I make a strong argument that that is probably how you act, how you're received in the world. If you have such negative self-talk of like, I'm not going to win this deal. I'm not going to do this. I I can't do that. I'm too slow. I'll never run a marathon. Odds are you probably won't ever do any of that stuff. You're probably not going to win that deal. That's just how life is. Once you make a subtle difference, again, to me, it's subtle. To many, it might be a big step. But if you can change that narrative saying, hey, you know what? I can do this. I can get this deal. You're not always going to win them. I can't will everything to win or to to go the way that I want it to. But odds are it's going to go a lot better than if I'm going the other direction. I promise you that much. I promise you that much. So one thing, Alex, that that I want to invite to our audience here is like is is being more conscious of that narrative, of that self-talk. So for the past Four years, myself, I have journaled every single day. It's a big part of my routine, my my way of thinking, because for me, I'm able to see, visually see what I'm thinking, how I'm talking to myself, what I'm grateful for, what I'm struggling with. I can go back prior years and be like, 
when I was in a good mood or when I was really firing on all cylinders, my mentality was strong as fuck. Like, sorry about it, but like I was thinking about winning. I was dreaming about winning. I was doing all of this stuff. And that really helped actualize and manifest in life. So we talk about the mentality becoming reality, but it's also manifesting. I journaled about my conversation with you today, Alex. I'm like, hey, I'm so grateful being here. I hope that I want to show up powerfully for our audience, for each other, so that my goal to support and to serve others becomes reality. That's all it is. And I've ho- I hope that I've been, been doing that here today. But that's that's a big part of it is like, hey, let's just, let's start becoming more aware of our thoughts. Because if you start writing down like what you're thinking and you're like, damn, I'm, I'm kind of negative. You wouldn't treat your friend the way that you treat yourself. So why are you doing it? So let's become more aware of it. That's that's a big point. It's such a good, and you are, I have to say, uh, showing up in, a, in an awesome, <laughs> powerful way. Because, you know, I, I some people think this is woo-woo stuff, but it's so true. I just, I feel like, you know, if you, you said the, the, the thing is like, you're more conscious of it. You're more aware of it. Will we ever get to full self-actualization? No, it's a lifelong pursuit. It's something, I love how you do it every day because it's just like a visual representation it gets it out of your head you know we have the subconscious we have like dream dreams and things like that but when you get it on paper it's like you can visually see it you can go back to it and i think the last thing you said about people it, it 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 influences how others perceive you and how people act towards you right because then again like if you don't you don't you may not think you're showing up in a negative way and maybe you're not like a totally like like dark person or a mean person, but there's certain things that like could be perceived in, in, in a negative way. And we're just not, we don't see those blind spots unless we just put it all out and like get our thoughts on paper and like, go, huh, I, I never realized that I wasn't aware of that. Maybe that's like something that I could work on or something like that. And, you know, you're, you're like, I've, I've, I've gotten journals. I'm going to like start the practice. My wife's like, I don't know you anymore. You're going to be journaling. What's going on. I'm like, this is just another way to, again, get all my thoughts out and to just like, yeah, get to know myself a little bit better. You know, who knows? I mean, who, you, know? you are living with yourself the most yes. in yes. your entire life. Yes. Like that is the biggest yes. thing. And it's so cool. I mean, I, I think it's cool. It's like, you're with you your entire life. Okay. From, from your birth to your death. So why not get to know you? Like, it's just, I mean, it it hits me in the heart. I'm like, it's, it's sad at the same time that people just go through life and put so much effort into others and never effort into themselves. So it's really cool. And and shout out to my girlfriend, Kelsey. She always, always asks me, I mean, more self-actualization questions or self-awareness questions of like, Hey, like, have you, you do such a good job asking this with your coaching clients. Have you asked that of yourself recently? And I, I strive to do that more and more um, frequently just because I need to walk the walk. Um, and and I encourage all of us to just take a minute for ourselves. Like, I mean, you're, you're with you. So enjoy, enjoy you. Yeah. We all should. Wow. You're with you. So enjoy you. I, I want to end off in this story and then I'm going to ask you a question. It's a, it's a, you're making me really think of a story. So before this podcast, click play, everyone, uh, I was talking to, Constantine about my weekend upcoming. 
And I love like, you know, when you can just be vulnerable and tell people honest stories. And I said to him, you know, in March, 2020, you probably, you know, may have seen this on my LinkedIn, but September of 2019, my dad calls me out of the blue, says he has leukemia. And we went through um, amazing, these just like life-changing moments and the most pivotal year of my life that year, COVID hit. And in March, 2020, unfortunately, uh, lost my dad to, to leukemia. But yeah, a couple months after that, and this 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 weekend, I'm actually going. We never had an in-person service, and now I'm going to be speaking at his uh, his in-person uh, finally his celebration of life this weekend. And months after, like we went to his office, he has all these boxes. The guy like just worked at the Smithsonian, just all these papers. He wrote books. He it was like just this mad office of just like just a treasure trove of, of, of his life. And we, and, and they found in these boxes, they didn't know they existed, but they found these journals of just, you know, pages and pages of his life that they didn't know about. And I, and I've read some of them and they were like, some of them were touching. They were really introspective. They were, I don't know if I'll ever make, uh, you know, as much money as my peers, he was really like critical of himself, went through a lot of depression. There was a lot of diff- different stuff, but he used that as a way to like know himself. And he really was the best. And I, I hate to say was, cause he will always be one of the best p- connectors of people that I've ever known. And I think, you know, you're making me think that that could be, you know, a, a, a um, a seminal reason why is because he put the, he enjoyed himself and he knew himself, you know, all faults, everything, mm-hmm. um, strengths mm-hmm. all together. So thank you so, for making me so remember beautiful. that. Yeah, no, absolutely beautiful. I mean, for those of you who, who are listening or just watching, I mean, I, I get to see Alex light up when, when he talks about his dad talks about his family. I've had the pleasure of, of meeting person er, meeting Alex in person when, when we've shared conversations about his dad and it is, um, I I'm getting goosebumps literally as I, as I'm thinking about it, it's just so special to have that connection and look at someone that you've you've looked up to for your entire life. And and whether or not you have this connection with your family, your parents, et cetera, this is completely irrelevant, but having passion and purpose and integrity is what Alex and I have been talking about. And those are all human qualities innate to human, human people. And so seeing Alex talk about his dad, like that is, is, is moving and is uh, inspiring. So thank you for sharing that with us today, brother. Appreciate it. We end off every podcast. We're going to slightly over, but I just have to ask you because this is a human podcast and every human being is different. And I just want to know if I asked your wife something about (laughs) Constantine, right? That just, and I, and I feel like I know what she might say, but like just something that's like, just, you know what? It's, it's something that could only and would only happen to you. It's just something that's so totally Constantine. What is, what would she tell me? What would your family tell me? So just, she's she's not wife yet. She's, she's oh still okay, <laughs> okay. Oh geez, I'm putting. Oh. She, she's. I'm sure she would say something that that she might say as as wife as well. So I don't think it would change change too too terribly much. Um, but I think that she would say um, that I'm just so so committed to the journey of of, of being me. Um, that that when when life happens for us not to us. I want to make that, that critical distinction that again, it's a choice through the lens and that she would say Constantine makes 
those choices on a daily basis. It's a, a subtle reframe. It's things like growing through what we go through. And um, I've tried to become a, a habit of, of those lessons and of the looking through those lenses. Um, so I think that she, hopefully, this is, this is my perspective or the story that I tell myself is that I hope that she would say Constantine does a great job of doing that. And um, that attracts different vibes or, or people in, in our lives that, um, that really feel called to, to making that connection. Uh, and I'm, I'm honored to, I mean, be able to, to do that. And I mean, feel very, very blessed. Cool. Well, it definitely connected me to you, uh, seeing you on stage and meeting you at the summit. So thank you so much, Constantine. If people want to, you know, connect to you, learn more about you, the coaching business, all that stuff, where can they find you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn is, is a good one. It's just Constantine Johns. Um, you'll find me there. Um, you can also feel free to, to reach me on. I, I'm pretty active on, on Instagram as well. Just Constantine Johns. So pretty, pretty simple. Um, and I mean, happy to have just conversations. Like I said, that's, that's the way that I get to connect with humans and really learn how I can support you and just want to be curious and understand what's going on in your life. So I hope from this that I get to meet, connect with some of you. So please don't hesitate to reach out. And uh, Alex, again, I can't thank you enough for, for what you do in this community, the human aspect that you bring to life um, and feel honored that, that you and I have this relationship. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, brother. Same, same here, man. Thanks so much for being on today. Awesome. Talk soon. Hey gang, all right, wow, you made it to the end. I know your time is valuable, so thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time here with me. If you heard a quote you liked, got a quick bit of value, or you have an idea that can help convince others to join, I urge you to take a minute and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps us gain influence and bring some really great guests on to add even more value to you and others. You can also always contact me directly to tell me your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. All my info is in the notes. Let's help convince anyone that they have the ability to sell well just by being great humans. And this podcast is proof. All right. See you on the next episode of Stories of Selling Human.